1: Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. Mahomes
0: has the time, delivers,
2: perfectly downfield, touchdown, Patrick Mahomes with a rope. this one
3: this indeed for catch it. He did. hello everyone welcome back to road of overtime on road of radio brought to you by underdogfantasy.com betonline.ag nfl sunday ticket and doordash and we're ready for a very special edition of the show we're going to be talking the zero rb top 15 sean's zero rb candidates for 2020 we have been talking about zero rb all offseason we've been talking about targets players we like but this is it. This is the list. And uh, Sean's going to be giving us some insight into the process, giving us some thoughts on some of the players, uh, giving you some teases, maybe uh, depending on when you're listening to it as to who may be in those top five as well. So looking forward to this one, Sean. Uh, Obviously, it's i guess we'll peel back the curtain for the listeners uh, i sent you a couple of emails this week there's there's so much demand around this uh, particular series people looking for insights for their drafts uh, last weekend people trying to get a little bit of an edge and uh it's, it's brilliant to see that because obviously people know the the value of the work that you do but uh fun times fun times looking into it from that perspective but is this uh, the one piece every year? How how do you feel about it? Is there a pressure to to get it to to come out and to you know to hit on on all fronts, or is it just something you you enjoy doing? Or I'm I'm guessing at this stage it's just part of your process for your own draft strategy. So come this time of year, you have it you have it well finalized.
1: It's an interesting situation because you know I I do try and build it off of the research that we do all year, so subscribers uh, have a sense of who those guys are going to be. We do a lot of content. Featuring the different running backs, looking at different discount plays, how you can get the same thing for less. We have the discount series this year. We talk about, you know, who's going to be the next Miles Sanders and and base that off of the evidence, right? Base that off of the methodology that Blair Andrews has put together, based it off of the things that we've done in the research and that he's done in the wrong read, things that we see in the tools. And so we're not just picking out a name and saying, OK, well, the next Miles Sanders is going to be this guy because Sanders had a great season last year and that's a, a flashy name. So it'll bring in the clicks. I mean, we're looking at how you can legitimately get that kind of production again. And then it kind of flows into this zero running back uh countdown which which i have a lot of fun with you mentioned the pressure i don't think there's pressure but it is fun (laughs) and when you look back at some of the previous hits you you know you do think to yourself well you know we we have to do this again not only because we have to win our own leagues we have to win the leagues for the listeners but also we've got to keep the streak going for the list right 2015, the zero running back list included the number one overall running back in Devontae Freeman. The 2016 list featured breakout star and running back five in Melvin Gordon. 2017, we actually had running back three and running back four in Kareem Hunt and Alvin Kamara. The 2018 list featured five of the top 10 backs in win rate right five of the top 10 and then last year's list the 313 point scoring austin Eckler, and then sanders whom i talked about and so yeah we want the 2020 list to do that same thing for the listeners putting that together uh, is a lot of fun the first two parts have come out 15 to 11 and then 10 to 6 and the final top five will come out this week for anyone who has a draft in the interim we had some people uh, contact us over the weekend asking for some picks we pointed them in the right direction in terms of articles they could look at uh, to sort of get a sneak peek of who those guys were going to be you know if you have a draft before you see the top five list then the 10 through six it includes some breadcrumbs it points you in the right direction to find the top five if you need that but the top five is coming. We're excited about that. And uh, just to give a little bit of a preview of some names who could be on there, we have today's FFPC stat attack, which features not a player this week, but an offense. Last year, the Cardinals offense generated six running back games with 25 or more points, right? Those games were spread among three different backs, which, uh, makes you think a little bit i think in terms of the three backs that i'm excited about this year Kenyon drake chase edmonds and then even you know benjamin down there toward the end of drafts and this offense is the reason we want to look at these these guys the nfl pace tool and if you haven't checked out the pace tool even if you don't care about fantasy right the pace tool is so fun we get specific Uh, comments from readers listeners about the pace tool and how it's the best thing out there on the internet you know for playing around with this kind of thing the cardinals last season number one in no huddle percentage number four in seconds to snap but because they weren't very good they were below average in both total plays and rushing plays now i think that we know kyler murray history tells us those big time quarterbacks take a big leap in year two the reports out of training camp have been encouraging. There are reports that you can get in the RotoViz of news feed talking about how their offense is running faster than ever. If they can make the jump within the context of this scheme that was already putting out huge points last year. Uh, I don't know. Kenyon Drake for me is a red flag player, but he's a red flag player where the opposite side of that is that if you came back at the end of the season and said, well, this guy finished number two behind McCaffrey or finished number three behind McCaffrey and Barkley, I I mean, I would be a little bit surprised that those other backs didn't get in there and siphon some of that value, but I wouldn't be stunned. I mean, this offense could do that for those guys. And so that's our FFPC stat attack for the day. Arizona Cardinals rushing offense could be an absolute miracle for fantasy owners. And of
3: course, the FFPC is the home of the best fantasy football leagues and contests in the industry, including Dynasty Baseball. And of course, the world famous FFPC main event. To learn more or to join the league today, head on over to FFPC head on over to myffpc.com that's myffpc.com you mentioned there uh, the cardinals you know i'm all aboard with that and those thoughts but we look back at you mentioned like the, the previous lists and is there one that is the most fun for you? Like, I remember that 2017 season with Hunt and Kamara and just watching the explosive plays that those guys made time and time again and getting them at that value, having them on the rosters. And then you mentioned players like James White, you know, Terry Cohen players that were, like, everywhere on every roster, uh, you know, just putting up those PPR points. And and then last year, like, like if we're looking at what this list can do on a yearly basis, last year, two of the targets were Eckler and Sanders them guys this year are both going like at least in the first two rounds but sometimes in the first half of like you know before the first half of the second round is is gone these two guys are already gone so um you know we could be looking at players in this list vaulting up up that way as well so is there a year for you that was the most fun i think probably for me out of these running backs the the player that I like to watch the development of was was probably Eckler because we were kind of on that beat for a couple of years before it really fully broke through. But I think 2017 might be the, the one that I enjoyed watching the most.
1: Well, you mentioned Eckler and, and that was a lot of fun. I own him on almost all of my dynasty leagues or I did before I did a little bit of selling uh, this year just to balance things out a little bit. And the, the ownership of Eckler and then combined with the ownership of McCaffrey led to Uh, the best dynasty season that i've ever had and that was a lot of fun i think my favorite might be 2016 because melvin gordon was the guy that we featured all over the place and you know that was picked up by places like nfl.com talking about how he was the most undervalued player in fantasy and it it can be difficult to remember that going into that 2016 season, Gordon was already looked at as a guy who was a mini bust, someone who, going in the seventh round, uh, was not exciting. And we were telling everybody, "You know, this is the guy. He's going to be that star that he was in college. He's going to get more of the receptions." And for him to then do that, jump up to running back five, that was a lot of fun. And and now we're almost in the opposite situation where sort of encouraging people to maybe look past Gordon and, and understand that that Philip Lindsay is, is the better player in that backfield someone who's really primed to uh, destroy his ADP so uh, these things continue to turn you, you've got to move on from some of your favorites from the past but that was a very very fun season
3: You've counted on restaurants, now they're counting on you, and while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy, open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely out to your door with their new contactless delivery drop-off setting choose from your favorite national restaurants like chipotle wendy's and the cheesecake factory many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too just open the doordash app select your favorite local spot and your food is on its way Right now, as a loyal podcast listener, you can get 5% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order. Simply download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Once again, code BLUEWIRE for 5% off your first order with DoorDash sunday Sunday, sundays are coming back to the nfl or one week out from the action nfl sunday Ticket.TV. you can stream every live out of market nfl game every sunday afternoon on your favorite devices plus red zone and direct tv fantasy zone channels you'll never miss any of your favorite teams or your favorite players no matter where you live nfl sunday Ticket.TV is your key for the most glorious sundays ever use the promo code blue wire at checkout to get 15 percent off your subscription once again visit nfl sundayticket.tv and use the code
4: BlueWire. at rotoviz we love titles we love hardware we love championships we love winning and we love it when you do it too in 2020 one thing we want to win with you is the underdog fantasy best ball mania one million dollar best ball tournament it's two hundred thousand dollars to first place it's only 25 dollars to enter it's a no-brainer this is like the elite best ball title this year so you got to go to underdogfantasy.com or download their great underdog fantasy app in the app store on your smartphone device, and you're gonna make a deposit. You're gonna use code Rotoviz when you make that deposit. Then you're gonna go refer five friends, and underdog and Rotoviz will give you a free entry into the Best Ball Mania tournament. So it's it's kind of like a two for one. You sign up, you put in 25 bucks, you enter the Best Ball Mania tournament, you get five buddies to play, you use code Rotoviz, you get a free entry. No brainer, guys. Let's chase that glory, 200 grand. If $25 is too pricey for you, they've got a $5 tournament called The Bubble, and you can win twenty grand in that bad boy. Their app is slick. You click on the player's name. You see the ownership. You see the latest news and notes. You can draft from that app with no problem. Man, they really knocked it out of the park with this product, and I can't wait for you to try it. So go to underdogfantasy.com today, make a deposit, and use code ROTOVIS, and chase that glory. So, Sean, we've teased it long enough. I think we better start talking about this
3: year's list. And uh, I'm going to let you kind of take the floor on this, which way you want to go on it. There's 15 on the list. We're not going to go through each and every one of the 15 uh, in this show, but we are going to hint on a, a couple of them. Is there is there any, let's say we'll go from uh, 15 through that first step of the list down as far as 11 there's a couple of guys in this if you listened into to last week's show you listen to the the main event drafts you stuck with us through all those drafts there's a couple of guys here starting it off that uh, are all on that uh, roster in particular sean uh, is there any players that you, you do want to highlight out of that top 15 um that maybe we haven't touched on as much this offseason
1: well i I kind of want to start with number 13, (laughs) Benny Snell here, in part because we have talked about him, and the fantasy community is finally coming around to what we've been saying. Now, probably a little bit of an unfair competition between Snell and Anthony McFarlane in terms of the rookies and what they are up against this year. That doesn't mean that McFarlane couldn't come back and sort of be the guy at midseason if he gets things figured out, you know, shows that. Uh, speed and and perhaps that receiving ability, but Snell is just a guy I really believe is just so much better than people realize. And he's one of those personalities I think that just lifts everybody up. Right? You look at what he did at Kentucky. You look at the fact that he's one of the more popular players on the Steelers, despite the fact that he was a backup running back last year. Right? Jordan Hoover. Had this great profile on him coming out of college last year, talking about how from 2016 to 2018, there was no better running back in college football, right? Only running back in the country to rush for at least a thousand yards and have 13 TDs in each of those three seasons, 18 games with at least 100 yards rushing and a touchdown, second most in the country in that span, second most rushing touchdowns with 48, fourth most rushing yards with over 3,800. And when you look at that, even with the bad 40 time, he comes in with comps in the box score south that include Jordan Howard, James Conner, Zach Moss. Now, there are some busts in there, right? There are some guys like Samaj Perine Ryan and David Cobb, people who show the downside too to these backs who maybe are not that athletic and come into the NFL with the great college numbers but just you know don't have the burst to translate, but I think when we look at what James Connor is, what he did, Benny Snell is likely a slightly better version of that. Now, that's a, a strong claim to make when we know what Connor did in 2018, and it's not a—it's it, not to knock him down any, because he is a very good player, has a fantastic story, and if Connor has a great year this year, I will be very excited for him. I do think that Snell. He's got that backup situation locked up. If he moves into a situation where he has the lead role, he's going to be a monster. I think that he forces a little bit of a timeshare here, even though the Steelers, their preference is always to go with that bell cow. But needing to keep Connor a little bit healthier, needing to keep Connor perhaps for some of those situations where the Steelers really need him, I think there's some standalone value here too. And and Snell is one of my favorite guys.
3: Yeah, when we look here at the ADP, you know of... the entire let's just say the five on this list you know i don't want to give everything away but the guys that we drafted as snell is one of them Bowden's one of them and benjamin is the other there's quite a substantial gap in adp between them and actually the the other two guys on this list. Um and one of them is somebody I've been touching on uh throughout the offseason. Um I think the quarterback change is going to be very good for him. That's something that you mentioned Sean as well. And that's Naheem Hines. But the guys that the last three guys in this list there's a quite a significant almost fifty spots of ADP difference, which is even more value when you're going to those guys. And they might be the, the three guys that are you know the most intriguing in terms of we talked about it uh during the draft about Hines and could he become the workhorse back mightn't be the option but pairing him with philip rivers uh you know this offseason i think gives him a real renewed lease of life and i think some people probably have checked out on him after last season but what he did as a rookie um you know and what rivers has done with pass catching and running backs whether it's eckler whether it's woodhead you know there, there's been a substantial amount of pass catching and running backs that philip rivers has, has had a good connection with so Hines as well firmly on this list, and uh, you know, I, I was delighted to see him make it in there. We jump in, Sean, to the top 10. We're looking from 10 through to six. The, the one thing, the listeners, you mentioned people, we you know, we've been giving nods to who's here all off season long, and you know, people are going to see them, they're not going to be surprised because we've been telling them all off season to draft these guys. You've been on players here that. I wasn't on then I've looked into locked into it more and I'm firmly on them now as a, a you know as, as people to be owning uh, this this season but what what's your thoughts on the top 10 anyone that you want to
1: you want to spotlight at this point well I like to make sure that I keep my eye on some of the players who are sort of out of fashion and I don't think that there's anyone more out of fashion right now than Keyshawn Vaughn he's someone who at different points in time this offseason had ADPs that seemed just absolutely crazy right? Because he's a good player, but Ronald Jones had a much better season last year, I think, than people realize. And one of the things that we've seen, we've seen these ADPs go so sharply in opposite directions that it reminds you very much of what happened in 2018 with Nick Chubb when we told you to go ahead and draft him actually after he dropped below both Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. It reminds us a little bit of last year when Miles Sanders dropped Uh, for a period of time temporarily behind jordan howard in drafts and we're saying make sure you get sanders vaughn you may have to wait even a little bit more than you did with those guys although chubb obviously you needed to wait until that high trade happened but now that he's so out of style i think that he becomes a lot more interesting again right he ranked number two in dave caben's breakaway rush metric And again, this is a a loaded running back class. Vaughn showed that explosive ability to create those breakaway rushes. And breakaway rushes, Dave talks about how that's actually a little bit more predictive than speed score. So if you're a big fan of the big fast guys, you also want to be aware of the guys who are actually creating those big plays at the college levels. Vaughn also a workhorse, right? He ranked number four in backfield dominator rating. And one of the cool things that Blair has done in terms of both putting this together and helping people understand what it means those backs with the high backfield dominator ratings they beat draft position and so that makes you feel a little bit better if you're concerned that Vaughn while he was drafted in an area that's interesting maybe not high enough to give you that immediate impact a couple other reasons why he might beat draft position and again we look to Blair here in some stats he had for the dynasty command center rookie guide I know people loved this uh, last season the pre-orders for the guide will start to come out uh, pretty soon so you want to get your name in there early two things, right? Averaging at least 100 career scrimmage yards and accounting for 10% of your team's receiving yards. Only three backs did this, again, from this vaunted class. Vaughn did both, right? And so when we're looking at what do you want in a back? Explosion, check. Workhorse ability, check. Receiving upside, check. He's the kind of guy that if things move in his direction, could not only be someone who is a viable part of your starting lineup, but could end up being a league winner. Now, is that guaranteed to happen for him? No, definitely not. And that's one of the reasons why, as we're putting these zero running back teams together, we want to make sure we get six, seven, eight guys from this group to make sure we have more than one shot. But you look at those players who have outperformed in years past, those guys, like you mentioned, with Eckler and Sanders, who are now either first or second round picks, you want to be looking for these profiles That at any given time, people are just not having to pay that much for profiles, for three down backs, receiving backs, explosive backs, whenever they're cheap, whenever the news is that the guy is struggling for that moment, that's when you want to strike. And Vaughn, certainly not free yet in any kind of draft, but in these redraft leagues that are going right now, you have that opportunity to add him a couple of rounds deep into the double digit rounds. And that's where I start to like him
3: somebody on this list uh, coming in at number six and this is a player who i think like without and you know sometimes we're looking at maybe has to get an opportunity has to bypass somebody i think even without getting that there's a player here who has all the opportunity to to just make it work without that you know he's going to have standalone value and it's tony pollard but when we look at what he could do like i'm not i'm hoping there's no injuries for somebody like ezekiel elliott but if anything happens there I think like he, he could be, you know, a top five finisher come the end of the season based on, you know, overall uh, you know, PPR running backs. Um Tony Pollard, Sean, state your state your case here for him. I, I just think that it's a, a no-brainer pick at that point.
1: Well, we're gonna give the hat tip here to Curtis Patrick, who put together his must draft running backs for twenty twenty, uh, three, four weeks ago. One of the most popular articles on the site this season, and for good reason here. Uh if you had a chance to listen to that first reboot show for the dynasty command center podcast. When I was on with Scott Barrett, uh, Curtis was talking with us about that. And after he got done, uh, Scott uh, joked that he was going to switch Pollard and, and Ezekiel Elliott in his rankings. But listen to some of the things that the Pollard did even as a college player because I think that he gets lost in the shuffle a little bit in terms of what he did before getting to the NFL. Curtis points out since the year 2000, only two co- players in college football had the following production profile. 100 career rushing attempts 100 career receptions seven kick return touchdowns right those two guys cj spillard and tony pollard and regardless of what you think about what spillard ended up doing at the nfl level and he did have one big season there was one year in there where he was a big part of our zero running back teams uh, being having your name listed with someone like cj pollard i think very i mean cj spiller very encouraging the second group here since 2000 only 26 players have managed an individual season consisting of at least 400 rushing yards, 400 receiving yards, and 400 kick return yards. That list includes guys like Chris Johnson, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Randall Cobb, Reggie Bush, Saquon Barkley, and Pollard. Right Now, maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, these seem like some kind of weird cherry-picked stats that include uh, special teams yardage that no one cares about. And I would encourage you maybe not to, to look at it that way. John Moore in the early years at Rotoviz did all kinds of great research on the way that special teams touchdowns are actually very or special teams touches are very positive indicators of the way a guy is going to translate to the nfl if you pull up the running back prospect lab you'll see that those special teams touches and that special teams yardage uh, does help it was one of the things that anthony amico found when he was putting together his draft model a couple of years ago and it pointed us to someone you know like a Hines. and so when i see those peripheral touches when i see a guy the coaching staff wanted to get involved any way they could those are positive signs and then there are a couple other things that we have in the article about his rookie season that i think People might not be aware of he was the only running back rookie running back last year who had positive efficiency numbers in both the rushing game and the receiving game so his fpoe in both sides in the positive positive. and then we talk about how that lends itself to predicting adp and production for this season uh, pollard the guy who's the most undervalued uh, looking at a little bit deeper curtis mentions uh, the connection to jamal charles and i mean Pollard is not going to be Jamal Charles, right? But when you start to look at the number of very positive names that are associated with him here, then it gets very exciting to think of what he could do. And one of the things that came up in the news recently that is easy to just kind of disregard because it seems so silly is this idea that Elliot is saying, okay, I'm willing to share time. I'm willing to be you know, in a mild committee with Tony Pollard and i think the knee-jerk reaction to that is well that's great that you're willing to be a good teammate but you're going to get all the touches i mean you're the superstar and while i do think he's still going to get most of the touches pollard could have that standalone value that you're talking about and then at that point you know you're getting your cake and and being able to eat it too because if something does happen to elliot pollard immediately becomes a league winner
3: yeah, now we're into the top five, Sean. So this is the one, this is maybe a behind the scenes sneak preview. In the top five, I'll let you, you, you can have the floor if you want to share one, if you want to share two, uh, and, and let you dive in. We'll save the rest as a teaser for the listeners to, to read in on the website. But uh, who are you highlighting in that, in that top five?
1: Well, we have a number of guys and we have some guys there uh, whom we talked about with Mike Clay. If you didn't get a chance to listen yesterday, make sure you do that. We're going to have another episode with him tomorrow where he actually dives in a little bit more to you know some of the, the things that, that he likes in terms of the late round running back options. And he gave us some really cool names there. I'm going to go ahead and... and Give a little promo here for the RotoViz Blitz, right? So, we have a new category on the site to where you can go and you can get RotoViz writer reactions to the most recent news. So, we have the news feature now. That's something people are loving. You can go in there, you can uh, not have to leave the site to find out uh, what the most important developments are on the NFL landscape at any given day. We also have a new section called The Blitz, and that basically allows us to provide these short, I think really fun articles that go through uh, how that news sort of intersects with the research that we've done. And so when we had this blurb the other day about J.K. Dobbins looking dynamic in training camp and having the chance to really push on Mark Ingram for those touches it, it reminded me of some of these guys that we have owned in the past these rookie running backs who come on down the stretch and looking at that Dobbins really jumps out as the guy who could be that combination of price and production right he's not going as early as Edwards Alaire. he's not going quite as early as Akers and Swift that difference between round five and round six is pretty huge for me because you look at some of those guys who are available at the four or five turn and in some leagues actually pretty deep into the fifth round we talk about some of our favorite players we had to make that tough choice between dj chark and terry mclaurin in our main event you have courtland sutton in that range you really want to be hammering wide receiver there and so when dobbins falls into the sixth round i think that gets to be pretty intriguing and one of the things with dobbins is he crushed the rest of those guys in the running back prospect lab right he had an 80 the rest of those guys trail far behind now that doesn't mean that they're not going to be good players there are different things that are being picked out by different types of stats and then certainly the opportunity and the draft position makes a big difference there are reasons to be on all of those rookies Dobbins the guy though who has this sort of risk reward upside to where he could absolutely annihilate leagues down the stretch and one of the articles that I've done recently talks about how this would work, and how even though rookie running backs may underperform during certain times of the season, we actually have a pretty large number of guys who just went crazy down the stretch. And that gets back to Alvin Kamara, who weeks 12 through 17 in his rookie season scored 134 points, right? Saquon Barkley, 133. Alfred Morris, someone who was actually a waiver wire pickup after week one, 130. You have that David Johnson season. Uh, as a rookie in 2015 where he put up 124 you've got miles sanders last year with 114 you know you've got matt forte 111 Le'Veon bell 110 elliot himself we just talked about at 107 so these rookies can put up some big scores when you need it the most dobbins i think is a pretty interesting name when you start to look at that conversation
3: and i think uh we're going to hold it there because obviously we have uh <laughs> There's fifteen on the list, and I, I do. We're going to touch on them, and Sean has touched them. Give us thoughts on some of them. But when you're diving into it, the amount of information in each piece, it really gives you, like, the for example, the information you you mentioned about Pollard from Curtis. You've linked it to different articles. There's just so much good stuff in there, uh, and I wouldn't want to spoil it for the listeners. So uh, you can head on over, check out the remainder of the three part series up on the website. Uh, Will be out as Sean mentioned uh, this week. Maybe out by the time you're listening. May not be out, but uh, definitely i highly highly recommend heading on over and checking it out that's going to do it for this edition of the show it is the zero rb top 15. (laughs) the list that people i was getting messages last week and the week before looking for sneak previews, seeing what we could do. Get Could we get Sean to send a, an email with the list? Could we do this? Lots of different intriguing offers coming in. Uh, let us I wouldn't say bribery, but maybe bribery coming that way as well. But uh, trying to see what we could do to get that zero RB list out. But you have it now. It's up on the site, the three parts. We talked through some of them today. Head on over, check that out. Lots of good stuff. If you aren't already subscribed to the site, now is the perfect time you can also save yourself 10 percent, as we mentioned on each show here as a loyal podcast listener 10 percent discount available to a Rodoviz subscription all you have to do is use the code 2020 rv radio at checkout or you can find out more by heading on over to rotavis.com forward slash podcast for more information definitely worth the price of admission get all that content up there get use of all the tools that we talk about all the time on the show so much great stuff up there such a a good writing team really looking forward to seeing what uh, we do this season with the content just a phenomenal team phenomenal tools get yourself that 10 percent off now treat yourself before the start of the season of course, make sure you subscribe to the Road of His Overtime feed. Make sure you give us a written review on your favorite podcast app. Help us continue to grow. The numbers have been just growing and growing as we get closer and closer to the season. Much, much appreciated uh, for all the loyal listeners that we have, all the, the feedback we get. We appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in to each show that you do of course my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland as always my co-host here is sean siegel who you can find his great work up on the road of com website and until we're back with the next show of course have a good one NBA and NHL are playing for the gold and our partners at BetOnline have you covered. Get in on all the action, including the new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into the fall and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures and props. So take advantage of the return of sports and remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day or all night. Go to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. Once again, that's BetOnline.ag promo code blue wire
2: bet online your online wagering experts it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing american families time is short before something big happens and that's why so many folks are preparing they're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from my patriot supply